Welcome to Weekend Coffee Girl, the podcast for thought-provoking chat over boozy coffee and stiff pours. Every month, we have Black men on Shannon Sharp's internet expressing their disdain for Black women. This month, we got a two-for-two deal with the tired trope that needs to be shared with therapists or Jesus. I mean, some of the shit I feel like folks need to take to their grave if they're not going to put in the work to heal. The first is the man on TikTok screaming about used vaginas and women having no manners and expressing, being able to express a dislike in what a woman is wearing. The second clip of the month is from the podcast in which two bozos talk about not dating darkies. I watched the clip and I realized that if these two bozos had sisters, that they wouldn't date each other's sisters. Y'all know Weeks, I think the guy's last name is Weeks, Weeks couldn't date Myron's sister and vice versa. And if you do the research, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Now, I know, you know, that was just for January. Hopefully, we can get out of January without any more shenanigans. But I know that the other guy is still around, initials KS, and he's around spewing his toxic and unattainable rhetoric to women who are hurt and unfortunately are seeking help from men that they shouldn't even ask for the time of day, but they are there. Um, last month I was doing my IG scroll and I came across a question that the other bozo relationship guy with the initials of DJ asked about single women going to bed at seven or 8 PM. And it was something like single women, are you that comfortable in your life that you'll go to bed at seven o'clock? Something along those lines. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Now, this just seemed really fucking stupid to me, and I didn't think it was real. So I did my research. I went to his Facebook page, and I searched for the post. Unfortunately, it really was a post. And I just looked at my phone in just disbelief that somebody really thought that this was a question to ask And I think the thing that blew my mind more than anything else was the number of women that are going in the comments that were in the comments justifying why the hell they need rest. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Before I knew it, I responded. And you know how I, I respond to things. So I went the hell off. And a few minutes later, I got a Facebook notification in the messenger uh, feature from him, from this guy with the initials DJ, asking me about my views on relationships and love. And at that moment, it hit me. This is how this bozo gets his material. He talks to women who are genuinely looking for support and validation. Unfortunately, they're looking for validation as they navigate their way through arduous dating situations. Now, you know I'm going to respond. And I cussed that hoe out. I said what I had to say. And you are not getting free material off the back of my lived experiences. So I didn't give him the answer he was looking for. But I imagine 
that a lot of women who don't want to comment on the public page, when he sends messages like that, they probably just open up and share their feelings. Now, all of these men from the bozo that was talking about the used vagina and the two idiots on the podcast and the uh, gentleman that just degrades, you know, black women who are looking for answers and this other guy who's playing it a little bit differently. These men have platforms because... Women seek support and answers about dating mishaps and marriage material. Now, I say marriage material, and I'm over here air quoting (laughs) from them. And they run to these men for answers, and it never freaking fails, right? I mean, as hurtful and as mean as these men are, the scenarios I described There are women who are really living in these comments. And what I mean by that is no matter what negative and mean and nasty and hurtful things that these men say about black women, there is always a woman or women in the comments agreeing with these men. And that's the part that hurts most of all. I always say this, if someone were to create a cure to rid this world of systemic racism, and it was something that was very easy, it was a great pill that everyone could swallow, and it would, it would eradicate systemic racism worldwide, you have to make a pill for patriarchy and a suppressant for misogyny. Because they're all, they all fucking go together. They're all just a family of disease that they're symbiotic. They all live off each other. I am always disappointed in the women who platform these men. Moreover, my heart hurts for them. They truly want love and answers. And they feel as though... These are the people who can answer the questions that they have. I often wonder how desperate they are to find love and what they will do to get a man and why it means so much to them. I just couldn't imagine being in a place where I'm that hurt and I need that much validation that I'm willing to let someone degrade me in an attempt to answer my questions. I don't think we have enough healthy conversations about dating. Now, my definition of dating is in this context, it's two people who meet and they determine they're looking for suitability. They're trying to determine how suitable they are for each other. Maybe they go out once or twice to determine if they want to continue to assess said suitability. If somewhere along the the lines of getting to know each other, they determine that there is not enough there, they part ways and they move on. Now, in my 44-year-old opinion, this is a successful dating arrangement because no expectations have been been established. 
and one or more parties is tuned in with their needs and likes. For me, this is a win because if you never lose sight of your needs and likes and you're able to connect with someone and, you know, be open about getting to know them and you recognize that this is not a situation that you want to continue, you're winning. So keep dating until you find the one that makes the most sense to you. It's the most suitable of the bunch, if you will. And if you find someone that you feel compatible with and you enjoy spending time with that person, keep going. Now, sometimes we get into a dating situation. We go through the suitability stage. The old folks call it courting. And, you know, we have a good time and things are on the right track, but something happens and we pull away from that situation. I think that is a win too, because again, you have not lost sight of what your deal breakers are and what feels good to you. Now, I'm not talking about material things. Notice how I have not necessarily described dating as a binary situation. I haven't discussed sex or anything like that. I'm talking about the core two people connecting. And sometimes those things happen where you just disconnect. Something happens. There's a red flag that you didn't see and you roll out. I think that's healthy. I think it's okay. Now, in my opinion, getting past the suitability stage is a privilege because this means that both parties never lose focus of what their needs are, what their likes are, and of course, suitability. It all comes back to that for me. The communication, the desire to spend time and care for one another is organic. That's it. That's absolutely it. I like you, you like me. We organically communicate. You ask about my day, I ask about your day. We plan dates. You plan this, I plan that. We do things together. We learn about each other. It's very simple. Where it becomes a shit show is... Sometimes, and I've been guilty of this myself, I've moved too fast in a situation or we don't have genuine intentions or sometimes we're simply bored or we're living through an unhealed dating trauma. Sometimes we live with a variety of these at once and it seems to block our instinct and our ability to listen to our own hearts. And I can say that I too have been guilty of that. And sometimes we carry around this type of baggage while hoping to find the one. And this right here makes a lot of folks susceptible to the men that I described earlier. Because we're holding that trauma. We don't want to let that trauma go. And what we're hoping to do, just in my opinion, is trade that trauma off for love. As if we can just meet someone drop our trauma on them, pick up love with them and go. And it doesn't happen that way. But a lot of people are susceptible to, you know, they're easy easy to prey upon because you say all the right things. You send the DM messages to someone and ask for their opinion about something that you know is very delicate and personal and you exploit that. So it looks like you know what you're talking about because you're using the same words 
and you're sharing the nuances of the situation when you really don't have a fucking clue. I really and truly in my heart, in my 44-year-old heart, I really want you dusty Negroes to get off Don Cheeto's internet. And if you can't do that, at the very least, stand in the mirror and read your own fucking scripts. As I record this episode, I know there is some bozo booting up material for Black History Month, and it's going to be a fucking shit show where somebody is going to say some crazy off the wall, why they hate black women dissertation. I mean, every month, somebody outdoes the next person. It's never ending. And I think the thing that disappoints me about the men with these platforms, it's not so much of them spewing this rhetoric and this fuck shit. It's the fact that I know they have friends who do not police them up. They don't ever say, dog, you out of fucking pocket. B, what is going on in your life? I know that shit doesn't happen. And if it happens, I'm sure it happens somewhere. I would never say that it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen before somebody gets on a fucking platform that can be heard across the world and you check that person. That's the thing that's crazy as fuck to me. I really want you you bozos to just get the hell off the internet. <laughs> don't say this shit out loud to anybody else. Cause I don't I can't imagine saying some of the crap that these men say and you don't have a just a slight internal tingle that you might be talking about yourself a little bit. I, I'm just, I really want us to go to therapy and or heal from the exact situation that hurt us. I wonder if the bozo from the summer who was screaming about, remember the guy, I'm dominant. I wonder if he's got his mama's shower curtain hooks off the wall yet. What's he doing with his life right now? We can do so much better when it comes to sharing our dating preferences. A lot of us struggle with preferences and identifying what preferences are. (laughs) We could do so much better in sharing relationship advice and dating experiences and our hopes for our love lives a lot better than what we do. But the market is be as aggressive, be as disrespectful and unkind as you possibly can because you're targeting a particular group who already has zero protection and are prone to be disrespected for a number of reasons. I really wish we could do better, but it's not set up for us to do better. So I just better brace myself for February shenanigans because it's coming. And to the women that 
go to these folks for advice and support and unfortunately for validation. And I want to say it that way because the seeking of validation is the fucking problem. It is. It is absolutely a problem. And the second problem is the desire to be in a situation or have a mate. And sometimes we put everything about us to the side because we are seeking this one thing. I really want us to do better therapy or heal from the exact situation that hurt us. Get ready for February shenanigans because it's coming. Shit, January 2022 is already a doozy. We might get a three for three this month or a four for four. And I just, I'm, I'm always just disgusted. And I have to ask myself, how do these men say these things when they have black mothers and aunts and sisters and sister cousins that they absolutely adore? How do you say this kind of stuff? I don't get it. I don't get it. Again, let me know if old boy has taken the shower curtain hooks off his mama's wall because he's dominant. And old boy that's talking about you, you don't bring nothing to the table but use vagina and bad manners. Huh? Huh? And the other guy who I didn't, I couldn't even stomach watching this particular um, clip that someone shared with me. I got maybe about 45 seconds in and it was the guy with the initials KS who had the women, the non-black women telling black women how to date black. Get the, man, get the fuck on. I said, you know, I can't even, I, I don't even, I, there are no words. There are absolutely no words. We have got to do better. We have got to do better. And I know it's not designed for us to to do better, but we have truly got to do better than what we're doing because this shit ain't it. Thank you for joining me on Weekend Coffee Girl.